to steal the plans that God has for us from us. He comes to kill us by having us not to take care of our bodies, to take care of ourselves actually emotionally, mentally, physically, and spiritually. He wants to keep us in poor health. He wants to keep continually, continuously rather, having us to kill each other, to kill up our own race and to kill up other races and to spread hatred constantly and to use politics as a catalyst for it all. He wants to destroy us. He will cause individuals to come into our lives that will bring about the perfect storm. And before we know it, we don't know what it is that we've gotten ourselves caught up into. This is Satan's plan. But God said he came that we would have life and that we would have it more abundantly. When Jesus was here on this earth, he lived his best life. And that best life was one of simplicity and grace. He was not born in an inn. He was born in a manger in the area where the animals were. There was no glorious, uh, there was a glorious birth, but there was nothing that was elaborate at all about his birth. The king of kings did not have anywhere proper to be born. He lived a simple, grace-filled life. And what did he do? He showed love everywhere he went. He healed people from blindness, from lameness, from diseases, and all type of sickness. He provided through feeding people. He gave his time. He took the time out to go to Samaria to talk to the woman, the Samaritan woman at the well. And the scripture tells us that those who refresh others, will they themselves be refreshed? And so when we're taking time out to listen to others, to talk to others, to tell our story, and in turn, give them the opportunity to kind of the lead way, take the lead in having them to tell their stories. We enrich their lives, but guess what? They're blessing us and the Lord is ministering to us at the exact same time. And every single day when we live our best life, that life is one that we, where we have an individual who will never leave us. We have parental figures that have left us, moms and dads, grandparents, could be aunts, uncles, you name it. But he would never leave us. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he will never change. We don't have to worry about this type of flakiness with him. So that's the part of living our best life. When we have Jesus, we have one who would never leave us nor forsake us. We have a person that will never change. We have the King of kings and Lord of lords. 
And God is his daddy. And he says every morning his mercies are new. So we have a life, that abundant life, that best life, where we get to hit the reset button on mercy every single morning. And so when we hear someone say, I'm living my best life, then we can join in too. I'm living my best life, the abundant life, the life in Christ. We can sing and shout up to heaven because we know what we've been promised, that this earth is not our home. We're just passing through and that each and every one of us will have our day when it's time for us to meet our Savior. So just as food for thought before we leave for you to ponder, what is your best life? This has been episode 58, Living Your Best Life, from Healing Our Brokenness. If we're making a difference in your life, please give us a shout out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever it is that you use. And I pray that you have a blessed night in the Lord. Night's never so cold without his grace. How could I say that I've seen the world from his great love? How could I know what he could love? How would I have seen what he had in store for me if I didn't give up and let him be my valley of grace where things would change and maybe they'd take up the cross I again the valley of grace never was the same after he had died Love that refines So much, so much.
church.